Amanda and I'm Kristen and we are the extra sisters so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 179 and in this episode we are going to be talking about Hellraiser 2 Hellbound or Hellbound Hellraiser 2 I think it's Hellbound Hellraiser 2 I think so which is weird because like the original Hellraiser book was called Hellbound Heart so it's like are we continuing that what's going on yeah oh yeah it is Hellbound Hellraiser 2 so this is a 1988 sequel obviously to Hellraiser and it pretty much picks up right as the first one stops but before we get into it Kristen I know that you have quick little announcement which is exciting yes so my husband and I recently bought a house and we have moved which is awesome I love my house it's great but I don't have any of my soundproofing anything up so I'm so sorry for any background noise It'd be like that. Like <laughs> I moved in January and I still don't have a like my recording space set up the way I want. The difference is I have a different type of mic than you do. So yes, exactly. It's picking up everything. I have a water bowl for my cats that is literally across the house that you can probably hear right now. Crazy. Yeah. It's so like mics are so touchy and like you have to get them set up perfectly. And once you do, it's fine. But like you change anything and mm, it's exactly. over. Exactly, It's terrible. And it's so stressful the first time you record with them again. Yeah. Like what if it got jostled when you moved? Broken. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Which I think might happen. I'm trying to talk quieter, but I can see the spikes on my audio that I'm pretty loud to poor Amanda right now. I feel bad. And it's okay. Well, I have one of those like audio board things with mine so I can just turn it down it's not a problem perfect <laughs> yeah so we're good so this film is it picks up with the Cinnabon delights and it <laughs> like <laughs> the Cinnabites and it well it doesn't pick right up with them but it picks right up with our main girl named Christy from the first one and if you remember she basically escaped the Cinnabites Mm -hmm. and she's now in a mental hospital trying to tell everyone what happened and obviously they think she's crazy right exactly like what the hell like her somebody came back from the dead and there's pools of blood and people with whips and chains okay except do they think she's crazy because her main doctor like figures yeah. out that this is all true exactly. he's like i want to be a part of that yes and Weird. so that's basically this whole story and her the stepmom I guess or like it was her stepmom but yeah. was also sleeping with her uncle <laughs> yeah like y'all remember that you know yeah, yeah weird weird shit she comes back from the dead this time instead of her uncle so it was her uncle in the first one and now it's the stepmom the evil stepmom we'll say right yeah this one was pretty cool because she didn't have any skin like she just it was bloody and just muscle that was yeah. pretty cool. They had like wrapper and bandages like a mummy. Liked that. And he was still like trying to fuck her. Yeah. What the hell? Like there was a point where he, the doctor is, yeah, he's trying to do this, this 
freaking muscle mass that's it and bloody she's wrapped in bandages but there's nothing on her butt and he's like trying to get a handful and i'm like no don't do that no no that's a muscly butt though <laughs> it's firm you know yeah, i bet it is that's a firm booty yeah <laughs> god i just don't like ugh, I, I mean like all like all power like you guys are great if you have sex on a girl's period i don't think i could do that could you imagine like that's all he's his dick's gonna be just covered in blood i mean Mm-mm. i have a crude joke but like i don't know what's too far you know i'm ready i love I mean, crude jokes it's just like a lot of lubricant i guess you know i mean that's true that is very <laughs> true i feel like that's another level past red wings you know I don't know what you would be getting there. Yeah. The whole hockey team. The whole hockey team. All of Detroit. Yeah, right. (laughs) So she died on this mattress. And this doctor, this, like, head psychiatrist or whatever, is, like, listening to this. And he's like, no, no, like, nah. But then on the other side, he's like, bring me the mattress. Because he's obsessed with all this stuff, right? Yeah, super creepy. And, like, he brings a patient and kills him on the bed. And that's when she, like, comes back to life. And it's, like, very ritualistic. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. sacrificing people for her. Right. Yep. And then Kirsty meet, like, is with this. He is a doctor, but he's, like, a younger doctor. I don't know if he's, like, a resident or something. But he saw all of that, like, these people come back to life because he, like, snuck into the doctor's house. Mm-hmm. so he's like oh she's not crazy so he's also trying to save her and then we have this other patient named tiffany who's just really good at puzzles like this movie was interesting but there were all these like very convenient things yes i liked this i will say i liked this one a lot more than the first because you get more of like pinhead and hell and the cenobites like that was fun I agree. I did like having all the Cenobites there, you know, and going into their dimension, I guess, and talking about people's own personal hell. There was a lot of that. But then, like, you know, they had to have a girl that was good at puzzles to get us back there. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Mm." because Christy won't do it again. She knows not to. Right. But then at the same time, it's like you see the Cenobites not giving a shit. They didn't give a shit when Christy didn't know what she was doing, but she had the box. But now there's this this younger girl who doesn't speak and Pinhead comes in and he's like, not this one. And it's just like, why not her? I mean, I'm happy it's not her, but why? Why do you care now? Make it make sense. Right. They want Christy, I guess. Because yeah. they didn't get her the first time. Which is a whole other thing that they're doing this whole time. Yeah, it's just weird, though. Like, she literally opens the box and not this one. And and I get it. It's like you literally start off with the guy. He's like an archaeologist or something that found this box, and he becomes Pinhead. So it's like they're trying to give him more of a background and more characteristic than just this guy covered in pins. So I get they're trying to give him some emotion. Yeah, which, okay, I'm going to skip to the end a little bit here. At the end, the way that they, like, beat the Cenobites is she, like, finds pictures of them and, like, talks to them about their humanity and, like, did you forget what it was like being human? And then they, like, turn back into their human versions of themselves. And I did not like that at all. Yeah, one of which was, like, a 15-year-old kid. So if this girl doesn't count, why did that 15-year-old kid count and he became a Cenobite? Hell. And it made them less badass, in my opinion. 
Like, I want them to be these, like, badass, hellion, like, Cenobite, whatever they are. And then you defeat them by being like, remember when you were human? And they're like, oh, wow, yeah. And then you, they can fucking be beat like that? Like, that was kind of lame, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's like, even at the end, I mean, I hate to give everything away, but, you know, that's why we're here. So, at the end, Pinhead kind of, like, falls on his own sword to save everyone else, which is weird and very out of character. But then he kind of like goes back in time and becomes that archaeologist person again, dying or something. Yeah. That's weird. You kind of just want Pinhead to be like a cool, sophisticated, like hellion badass, you know? Exactly. You want him to start whipping chains at this dude, not reverse in time. Yeah, like I don't want really to see his human form. Sorry. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Just, we saw it in the beginning. That was know. fine. That was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, we, we want him to save the day, not. I don't really care. Like, I don't want him to care about his humanity, I guess. Yeah. Like, maybe a little bit, but I don't really want it to be the thing that, like, brings him back to humanity, you know? Exactly. Like, I could have. I don't really remember the rest of the hellraisers i think i've watched them but i don't remember them but i think i could have dealt with him like having a little sense of humanity of like you know this girl that he won't take this one and we can see that in the rest of the movies but him literally reversing back to human was a little much yeah like okay i'll let y'all go but i'm gonna take that bitch back to hell you right know? yeah take the the stepmother be like all right y'all go I'm gonna take her though. Yeah, which was also weird. Like at at one point, Christy has the girl, the mute girl, and they're trying to get out. And then there's the evil stepmother, and she's got skin now, but it's like sewn on. And then she like the evil stepmother reaches down to the mute girl who's fallen over a cliff, and she's like, "Take my hand, trust me." And you're like, "Is she good now? What the fuck? Don't fucking trust her." And then like her her arm peels off. And then it's Christy underneath. And she had to have done that so fucking fast. Yeah. She like had changed into her stepmother's skin. And yeah. sewed it back together <laughs> in time to save this girl. Made no sense. Yeah. I mean, this whole movie felt like it's not that you did I didn't understand it. Like they're running from the Cenobites, they're running from the evil stepmother, you know. Mm -hmm. People are dying because of this. And then there's that psychiatrist who actually becomes a Cenobite, basically. Yeah. He gets, like, sucked into this world because he's, like, infatuated with the stepmother, who I think her name is Julia. Yeah. And she, like, sacrifices him to this world. Like, she is the most evil thing. She's not just with the uncle anymore. She's, like, with all of hell. Right. And she gets... But, but he also gets to be a cenobite now so like yeah, and like a really powerful one he's like hooked up through his head to some like tentacles and shit and like he controls more shit it reminded me of doc ock from spider-man yeah literally exactly like that yep a combination of doc ock and alien you know yes yeah and he starts to wreak havoc later and they're basically just like running from them and like back and forth running through hell from the cenobites mm -hmm. and then running from the re in the real world from Cenobites the whole yeah and time. then like, like oh I gotta go in and save my father and then it's not actually Christie's father the whole time it's been her uncle trying to get her down there it's like what what the fuck 
Right. It was a lot of moving parts. And I'm not saying I didn't have fun with it because it was short. It's like an hour and a half and I got more pinheads. So that was good. But, you know, the rest of it was eh. Yeah. And like, it was okay. I don't really have that much to say about it, to be honest. Yeah, there isn't much to say. It's, I'm sure that people, other people will have a lot to say about it because there is like a whole, people love Pinhead. Yeah, Pinhead's pretty cool. Like, I can't wait to watch the rest of them. People love the Cenobites. And so I'm sure there's a lot of lore and like the books and I know that's a whole world. So I'm sure there is a lot of se- lot to say about it. I just don't personally have really any valuable input into it. It was just like a weird labyrinth that they were going through trying to get out and not get got by the Cenobites. And there was just a whole lot of running and screaming and scheming, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And that was about it. Like I personally liked the first one more, even though you got less of the Cenobites just because it was like an, a story. Yeah, yeah. Right. I can see that. And this one was just more of like, you know how Halloween two felt very like, like they're just running from him running and screaming. Yeah. Yes. This is exactly how Absolutely. that felt. And there's nothing wrong with either one, like Halloween two or Hellraiser two. It's just, they felt very similar to me and that it was just like a continuation of running and screaming. Yes. And, I, but you did get more of the Cenobites in this, which was cool. Yes. I will say though that, oh, it did, it hit that, you know, late eighties, early nineties horror button for me though. That was great. It definitely does that, but it's not as like, it is campy, Mm -hmm. but like not as much as you would expect. Exactly. It it was just good. You just want to pop some popcorn and, and watch a slasher or Hellraiser, which is basically a slasher with chains. Yeah, definitely. And I could definitely see how this is like a a BDSM mantra, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like they're fucking cool. And I love the, the, like their outfits and like, Mm -hmm. I would honestly be like, hmm. Do I want to be a Cenobite? You know what I mean? Like, right. Hmm. Are you a tortured soul or are you like the badasses of hell? Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so I don't know for me, like, honestly, I guess it would be a three, but I, to be very clear, that's like a week three in, in my opinion. And I know this is a very short review, but I just don't really have much to say about it. Yeah. There isn't much to say. It's, you know, Hellraiser and Pinhead and. We're going to hell with the box. Uh, That's funny, though, because I was going to say, for me, it's probably a three, but it's like a strong three. Like, I enjoyed my time with this one. Yeah, for me, it's probably a week three because I could take it or leave it, and I (laughs) won't really think about it again. I would watch Hellraiser again. I don't think I would really pick up the second one again, to be honest with you. So, you know, unless I needed, like, just more, I wanted to look at the Cenobites more. but. (laughs) You know, that that would literally be it. I liked Frank more as, like, the main guy Mm -hmm. that's coming back. And then I liked Julia. I don't know. I just didn't really like her that much. And, yeah, it just – it is what it is. Like, I don't know. So, week three. (laughs) Strong three. (laughs) So, you know, take that as you will. And if you like the Hellraiser series – where does this one fall on your list? What do you think about this as a sequel? Do you think it's a strong sequel? Do you think it's a weak sequel? If you've read the books, how does it hold up? I have not. So, Yeah, I uh, don't even know if there are multiple books. I just read the first one, which the, was the first but, movie. Yeah. yeah. They did bring Clive Barker back for this. Yes, not as the director. 
director, I don't think. Producer, I producer. think. He yeah. was a producer, I believe. So he did have Yeah, he got to say to yes say. or no. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they I think and the director did work with him on the first one. So, okay. you know, it's not like they completely abandoned the original sources. Right. So, I mean, that's always good for a sequel. Definitely. Well, sorry it's short, but thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for this review of Hellbound Hellraiser 2. We appreciate you being here as always. You can find us on all of our social medias. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to follow us on our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. And next time, no one loves you like your grandparents. Till then, stay creepy.